listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now the poor Ku Klux Klan man see that we're all brothers, not because things are the same, but because we we like the same color. And that's green. Now that's mean. Can't burn his cross because he can't afford the gasoline. Now if a Muslim woman strapped with a bomb on a bus with seconds running to give you the jitters, just imagine an American-based Christian organization planning to poison water supplies to bring the second coming quicker. Nigga, they ain't living properly. Break them off a little of that democracy. Turn their whole culture to a mockery. Give them Coca-Cola for their property. Give them guns. Give them gum. Give them guns. Give them young. Give them fun. And if they ain't giving it up, then they ain't getting none. And don't give them now, man. Just give them some. It's the paper that some some of these pop, cops must be Al Qaeda, nigga. Uh. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're on the house on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. which uh, means mm-hmm. yet yeah, tomorrow it's the big day for a lot of people it's uh it we recap the walking uh i mean game of thrones Duh. Uh, <laughs> y'all we do so much recapping y'all i ain't gonna lie do a lot of work here guys that's what we're trying to say um but yeah we recap uh game of thrones tomorrow with uh mel who's beauty underscore jackson and mm-hmm. uh justin's gonna be here at rhyme over reason on twitter you guys should be familiar with justin if you're premium listeners mm-hmm. some of y'all got to meet justin if you realize that justin was even there right so uh yeah that's what's going on of course this is the blackout tips find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews we read them on the show if they're nice uh every saturday when we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme all right let's get right into it. a lot of stuff is happening a lot of things popping off okay a lot of things to talk about um the first one isn't even really like an article or anything um this is just something i saw on twitter and what's funny is i've been seeing stuff lately and i've been trying to let shit ride because i feel like sometimes i feel like i'm just another voice in the void of of the internet that is saying shit that's extremely obvious and i'm you know would like to waste my save my time and save everybody else some time while i repeat something that people have said a million times before probably before i even paid attention to it but um sometimes i'll end up like chipping in if i feel like if something's just important to me or if something like emotionally gets to me and i'll be like oh i'm angry or i'm sad or whatever i'll talk about that right but in general you know i just you know i've been trying to like relax on that shit um i'm there to have fun if it's not fun then what's the point right yeah and truthfully it's less stressful yeah and also it is somewhat less stressful and some of this shit like because uh what we do for a living i have the um perspective at least momentarily or at the time right now is some of this shit is not it's inconsequential where it's a there are deeper issues that are making people argue about momentary things right and they'll be arguing about a different version of that in a couple of days you know <clears throat> but in general it's like i don't need to weigh on this shit every time because y'all gonna be mad about this or upset about this and i'm not demeaning those who are mad or upset that mm-hmm. th- rightfully so correct but, but you're gonna be upset about it again in 48 hours or whatever um you know even like with the r kelly shit like i wanted to talk about it on our show but i didn't really feel like talking about it that much on social media because i'm mm-hmm. like it's almost not who who doesn't know now right like the people that are in denial are just willfully ignorant at this point they just don't care right and, and they gonna, never will care and they're gonna fuss and they're gonna argue and they're gonna defend right right um so you know uh 
but sometimes i read an article or something or something get to me i see a scenario and so one thing i saw and i saw this a couple of days ago and i really thought it would be over by now but uh a dude got mad at a girl because he want they were supposed to go out on a date and she took a picture of his license plate so then he said he drove off and left her there um proving that he was the exact kind of nigga that you need to take a picture of his license plate but um yeah and then this has been all this controversy and you know of course i i hate to say it i really do uh i think about this shit more than than the people that probably get mad at me for talking about it but it was a black dude and a whole lot of black dudes have been caping for him since you know now that's not every black dude there's been a lot that have had sense about the shit i'm sure there's some um black men who didn't say shit that disagree with him but just didn't feel like getting involved i don't know but there's been the most vocal people that are defending him of course are black dudes and they're they're not just defending him but like if you say something about it without tagging a dude or anything they come in your mentions i had that happen to me today yeah a lot of times people uh particularly on twitter they'll just start like a a thing with keywords and we i've had this happen before when you say the keywords you you just be like what the fuck yeah it doesn't bring me any pleasure to talk about these things to be honest like i'm not getting any cookies for this shit i don't feel like a better person than anybody else because i feel like a lot of this shit is super obvious and if niggas would just stop being invested in not caring about other black people other types of black people it would really go away you know for the most part like we don't have to put up a fight with everything but motherfuckers are invested they are invested in being like no what these women tripping you know and i'm like that's so fake because every one of us that has a woman in our lives that we care for have had the text me when you get there uh well let me know when you get in or you know like we've had that and we're not doing that because we think they gonna get hit in the drive-by you know we're not doing that because they robbed a bank a long time ago and the fbi might be looking for them Ah. like we do that for the same reason that everybody does that shit and it's men right we do that because we worry about men everybody knows that shit i don't know why we have to act like it's different when it comes to black men but a lot of times we try to act like it's different and the only difference to me is when black men fuck up in our community we will hide behind like but what about racism Mm -hmm. and expect there to be no discussion after that like that's the big joker in every conversation is yeah 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 but racism and i'm like dog that like (laughs) it doesn't really even matter sometimes Mm -mm. because we talking about the the intra-racial dynamics of the the discussion we're having like this is how we treat each other this is how it should matter so anyway i don't really care about the dude that drove off i mean he seemed like a dick and hopefully people that see him whether it uh, it sounded like he was serious because it wasn't like he came back and was like i'm just fucking with y'all it's not like like hopefully people to see that are like well i'll be less likely to date that dude like what the fuck are you hiding it's really it doesn't seem like that big a deal because um we live in an age where even with the media now how many times anybody that has social media that's on there a lot especially twitter how many times y'all seen a tweet that's like my cousin is missing she's this age uh she last seen doing this can y'all retweet this 
hey she's in the dc area that's actually been on the rise truth be told she's in the dc area can y'all can y'all dc can y'all retweet this she's in atlanta if you know area. people in atlanta can y'all retweet this and it's always it's almost always black women black girls mm-hmm. black girls and black women mm-hmm. you know whether it be mental health issues whether it just be we don't know what the fuck she is it's almost always black girls and black women that we're retweeting this for why is that why is that it's because we are the only motherfuckers that care come on so yeah if she want to take a picture of your license plate and send it to her friend not a picture of your license plate and put it on facebook a picture of license plate and put it on twitter a picture of your license plate and say hey girl i'm going out with this dude tonight this is license plate in this car you know i i'll text you when i get in because you just don't know some of these niggas are crazy you know and it's like we want to deny it because we want to turn around and be like well why you gotta do this to the black man it's like it wouldn't have matter who the fuck's lights place you took a picture of the point is men are dangerous period and we all know that shit it's so ingrained in our society it's a trope we all know it but yet we we have the nerve as men to get offended by it but how many of us are well you know they come to pick up my daughter at the prime i'm gonna talk to him had a man talk let him know daughter. why do we do that why do we do that how many of us dated somebody and so their uncle their father that somebody came up to you and was like listen you better treat her right because da, da, da. why did they do that you know we don't necessarily do that for women you know like people might even feel like a woman is a bad woman quote unquote and then they'll say something like there has to be something she did to make them have to say something like oh she she came in here dressed like a hoe i'm gonna talk to her like but if she it's just a woman like no one goes oh my god my son's dating a woman he is coldly in danger oh ah! uh, let me go let, let as mamas let me have let me go have a mama to mama to mama talk with this little girl and tell her like you better treat my son right you better not do him like we know that that's fake but we do know men are dangerous every dude got somebody in their life they go complete liam neeson and taken if that motherfucker came up missing and you knew some motherfucking dude was the last person with her every dude got somebody in their life it don't matter so it's just it's it's ridiculous that we uh take on this like fame this this surprise and shock because the other thing we do is we get mad at women for taking precautions but we also victim blame them if something happens to them well why'd you go out with that dude uh well what did you have on well why didn't you tell somebody where you were gonna be like that's how fucked up our society is we only we blame the women what no matter what they do correct you know you go to any college campus and the list of shit they tell women to do to not get raped uh walk around with a friend carry you know carry your phone with you at all times i was an ra i gave those i gave those uh, lectures whenever the parents uh for the um what they're actually doing right now what is that the um early time where the kids come early they're actually going through that a lot of college campuses right now and uh yeah i forgave that conversation a many a times right and 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 here's the thing dog um we have blue lights sirens on campuses at colleges in america in case you get raped mm-hmm. that's what the that's how prevalent the shit is it's on every campus has just random places where it's like uh this looks like what some raping shit could happen mm-hmm. uh just hit this little sign and uh pull the button and mm-hmm. uh hope pray to god that somebody paying attention right don't, like don't walk across campus too late by yourself 
don't like don't go to a party don't drink don't like we it's a whole different set of rules for women to so they won't be blamed for their own sexual assault and yet this this girl took a picture of a license plate and it wasn't like a secret she's like yeah i'm just sending it to my friends so they know who i'm with uh 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 crazy bitch you know like something like honestly is it's honestly uh scary as fuck because it's not like dudes walk around with a, a rapist shirt on you know like when you see these dudes defending this shit on social media and stuff and getting upset and talking about this shit on their podcast you don't know what the fuck these niggas have in their past like you don't know what the fuck like these motherfuckers that are defending r kelly and shit defending nate parker you don't know what the fuck they've done to people you know we know that most like a lot of rapes do not get prosecuted don't even get uh go to the police don't even get reported who knows who the fuck these motherfuckers are dog like you can't trust anybody and people i'm I'm getting a little i'm getting tired of people wanting to wish a better world into a world that's fucked up right like because you don't want to think about this shit you just want to avoid it well go avoid it man but 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 for people that are talking about it don't try to silence people because because they telling the truth and you just too much of a coward to fucking talk about it. right like that's like it's that fucking simple like everybody just wants their perspective to be the only valid perspective and i'm the real victim and everybody else just trying to but i don't even understand the point of all this black shit if we not gonna care about other black people within blackness i don't even understand it if we're gonna be black men that's supposed to be these protectors and all this shit that people patriarchally like claim while at the same time being like but i'm not trying to uh hear nothing about gay people that's black i don't want to hear nothing about women i don't want to hear nothing about the kids it's me i'm the real victim everybody else got it easy i'm the only one that y'all should listen to as long as that's the way it's gonna work then what's the fucking point dog i don't understand like like it, it's so uh confusing to see people recognize this shit in other places but not with each other and i think some of it is we want to be protective of black men and black malehood and that's good that's fine i you know but that protection don't extend to everybody Mm-mm. so if you're not that way about everybody then you ain't shit then you you pointless too it's just replacing this pyramid of supremacy with black men on it at the top and i don't want to partake in that i don't i'd rather not have it you know so it's it's like real frustrating like because uh, i you know like there was a and this is why these stories stick out to me right because uh there's these stories that happen all the time and i don't share them on the show sometimes because you know one i want the show to be fun i want the show to be nice uh but the show but the stories always stick out to me man um and it does bother me when i see black women that get killed by black men that shit bothers me when i see black children that get killed by black men that shit bothers me more um you know it's it just and the thing that i think people uh take from that is like oh this nigga just got a target on the black back back on the back of black men that's not true my point is that black women are the least protected people in our society uh and black films too you know black trans women as well like black black gay men like if they're if they're uh have feminine quote-unquote feet uh qualities they're the least protected in our society you know uh so so when we look at we can't be like we're gonna stop the whole like advocating for equality at black men and then everybody else can fall in second like that that seems to be extremely short-sighted and stupid um and like i said people are complicit in it because 
i you know like my point uh i read an article today black dude killed his ex-wife put her in the trunk of his car drove across like five states to uh go on a uh, to meet a woman he met online to go on a date so he's already dating quote unquote someone else he kills his wife puts her in the trunk of his car black woman and somebody and this girl on twitter was like this woman on twitter was like why you gotta point out that he was black and i'm like uh a black woman is dead um yesterday niggas spent all day on twitter defending r kelly because he's a black man today black men have been angry all fucking day over a license plate arguing i don't know what circles you travel in but these arguments are black arguments white people don't give a fuck about this shit no they don't so these arguments are in black spaces it might matter that it was a black man that did this because someone was about to go on a date with a nigga that had a fucking body in the trunk of his car maybe she could take don't get offended if he takes a she takes a picture of your license plate come on you know i was just pointing out this is there's a general unsafeness to being black and feminine in america there's a general unsafeness it is less safe pointing that out should not fucking make everybody lose their fucking minds and panic you know um r kelly has been targeting young black girls for over 20 years at this point why you know and this girl was like well that's just who he's attracted to first of all that's that's ridiculous that's ridiculous but okay let's say it was that simple i don't think it is why is it going on for 20 years and everybody knows it because they black girls and nobody give a fuck parents taking handouts and cash fucking uh you know police not really pursuing shit took six and a half years to go to trial like they don't care the victims were the right color and nobody gives a fuck that's the point it doesn't seem so controversial to say it shouldn't be you know i hate the lecture about this shit but goddamn it's so ridiculous i I can't believe people can't see the hypocrisy in that shit you know uh african belbada did all that shit for all them years why was he allowed to do that what kind of boys was he targeting people don't give a fuck you know what i mean like up up must be they fault somehow we got to go through all these hoops but yet it's because people don't want to feel bad they don't want to think that shit is fucked up so we can't talk about it statistically we talked about a study just last week black girls are seen as older and needing less protection that's a systemic issue so all this back to say it's not even about uh black men honestly it's not i swear to god it's not i just think the defense of black men in these situations that's the part that bothers me but it's not about them because you know who else defends shit when a black girl gets killed or hurt white people people that's not black other black people always gotta be some other type of hoop for the black women to jump through for black films to jump through it's always gotta be some type of hoop little girl got slammed in a fucking chair by a police officer and the whole world saw it and it was like well we don't know what she was saying before he walked in the room you know little girl got slammed by the police at a pool party in texas and we go that's no she was no angel what were they doing at the pool party before then it's always some extenuating circumstance shit and it doesn't extend to just white people doing it we do it to each other you know so it's no real solidarity and it's no real type of uh it's no real unity at this shit it's already divided and i'm getting i'm getting shit for pointing out that it's divided 
yes if you if you are in denial about this shit you are complicit in this shit you don't care and uh, everybody's fighting so hard to not care about each other it's, it's driving me crazy so yeah it was super frustrating to watch people uh avoid this fucking obvious thing because it's like okay so apparently race has no problem no no playing this um the reason that black women black films are killed so much more than other people and attack so much more statistically is because society will do less you won't go to jail as long you you if you if you go to trial right if you go to trial uh you you know the odds of you um getting like a death penalty for this shit zero dog you won't get you won't get the death penalty if you kill a black film person you won't you know i remember we read the article a long time ago but certain shit just sticks with me but i remember we read an article about a dude that killed a black trans woman and got six years he admitted it they had a relationship he killed her because his boys were the ones that were like oh nigga you gay you and so he killed her as if that proved somehow he wasn't having sex with a transgender woman i don't i don't understand but he killed her and got like six years for a murder he admitted to like it's that kind of shit where i'm just like so are we gonna pretend all that didn't happen so we can live in this la la land where it's just like nah everybody everything's fair y'all just keep bringing race into this you know to see black women do it out like that shit just hurt me because i was like but man i mean one we didn't share no followers so you know i should have known but then two ah! but then two like it was like someone sticking cotton in their ears and going la 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 whatever you say don't matter da 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 and i like it's that shit that's bothering me about all this like i think it piles up in me sometimes because it's like shit just happens back to back to back and it seems connected to me it might not feel connected to other people but it definitely feels connected when it's like r kelly this license plate shit dude killing this motherfucking wife driving across the country to fuck some other chick all that shit feels connected with the same like thread of like because we just don't care about black women and black films and you can kill them and you can do whatever the fuck you want to to them because they don't matter it's not real and you know what if you're a black man it's not your fault racism drove you to that shit you should never feel bad that's what's important is you never feeling bad no matter what happens no matter what people say you a good man you a good you good so don't worry about it don't you don't have to help anybody you don't have to care about anybody stop get mad at people for trying to make you care about anything beyond your fucking nose that's what it feels like all the time so yeah it, it, it's it's frustrating to watch and like i said i try not to speak on it on social media anymore because honestly it's like talking to a brick wall anyway and all that happens is you get a target on your back and niggas be mad at you over over caring about other black people mad at me you know what i'm saying i watch people just go to these cycles of angle anger over and over and over mad at each other over shit that's just like this seems so obvious so yeah man i i'm not even reading the articles you know another dude once again not reading the article but just letting y'all know a dude killed his daughter because she fucked up her math homework and shit in her pants he killed her black dude black girl what's gonna happen to him how much time he gonna get y'all you know what i mean like like what what's the penalty for that because i know how i feel about it but what's gonna happen you know i feel like the shit you might as well have done nothing nothing's gonna happen to you 
so it just feel like a rigged ass game and, and, and everybody's too interested in their own shit and their own like imagery like i just rather paint a perfect picture than to be like this is the real picture we're living in you know this is this the hard part about being a pragmatist is that i'm not trying to paint illusions of oh well people are we'll we'll work it out it'll get better i'm just like no it's probably gonna stay fucked up because people are fucked up and nobody seems to care and seem like we've been having the same conversations for uh forever uh it's gonna be an angry ass show sorry everybody almost didn't do the show today uh i almost slept through it y'all i was knocked out yeah almost didn't do the show um uh many flamethrowers and if like i want to i want to reiterate something because i feel like it's gonna always get lost in translation because niggas get sensitive i'm not even saying black men are any worse than any other men right i'm saying we're no better and we can be because we actually know what it's like to be on the other side we know a lot of like white people they don't even fucking know they're working from a fucking theoretical concept of like what would it be like to be discriminated against they don't fucking know what the fuck they're talking about that's why white people think it's the same when i like right now when i'm talking about white people they think that's the same as being like black people are all niggers they really think that's the same they like many of them get upset at why you gotta bring race into it they get upset about that kind of shit we know what that feels like we know what it feels like when someone shoots one of us and we identify with the victim and we go oh my god that person was shot because they look like me we know what it feels like but yet when we are on the other side when it's ray rice hitting his wife or but the time is fiance i think when, when it's ray rice hitting his wife or girlfriend fiance all of a sudden we hop on the other side of the fence to uh well look man i mean so she was she must have been doing something i mean maybe see that's the problem with these bitches they be talking and stuff and breathing like that's what we do so yeah i'm not saying black men are any fucking uh worse as human beings i'm saying we have the closer proximity to black films and then we also know that they're value less so we do more that's why you know it would be whoever is matched up with black women that would do this shit it would be whoever by the way society is fucked up like it's just about value you know it's the way that uh we have immigration uh issues but yet immigration people who are people who are here uh undocumented but are trans are treated worse than people that are undocumented and says hey why is that because they're less protected <laughs> people know they can get away with more you know so so anyway that's that's the shit that was bothering me um speaking of men uh in china many handheld many like m-i-n-i many handheld flamethrowers are being sold as a self-defense tool against sexual attackers in china the devices look like large cigarette lighters they're on sale between 10 and 30 dollars from several online shops makers boast they can produce a flame from several inches to one a half a foot long at temperatures of 1800 uh celsius uh enough to disfigure an attacker adverse claim the devices are perfectly legal though chinese police say otherwise they're explicitly marked as a self-defense tool for women to use against predatory men with one advert showing a woman being pushed up against a bathroom door another advert on chinese marketplace tabo uh shows a woman uh chasing a man away while brandishing one of the devices sexual violence is believed to be a common crime in china though how common is largely unknown since 
many go unreported coincidence uh lo sun yin a social psychologist at shi sin university in uh taiwan believes that nine out of ten crimes are never brought to the attention of the police domestic violence was only made illegal in 2015 what yep they were like uh apparently uh shouldn't be beating these bitches guys i uh yeah studies just did wow yep i was looking at this report we just got here fresh off the presses guys oh boy is there egg on my face we've been doing this whole beating our women thing all wrong apparently we have i shouldn't be doing that Mm. of course marital rape is still legal i mean it's still legal in uh places in america i think Mm -hmm. in 2013 the un reported uh uh report found that almost a quarter of chinese men admitted to raping a woman at least once in their life i mean that's the thing though one that's admitted to it right two that's a quarter that's a lot of men that's a lot of men y'all a lot of men and maybe it's because society doesn't have the stigma around it but i'd be willing to bet in america a lot of men are raping women but they just not if they not going to admit to it in the poll or nothing of course they you know it's that thing where like they did that poll where they asked men about sexual assault but they phrased it like several different ways like oh have you ever had sex when someone uh was unable to consent have you ever had sex with someone who was asleep have you ever had sex with someone who later said they 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 didn't want to have sex with you like just they had to ask it a bunch of different ways and then it was like mm, a lot of these motherfuckers might be rapists right 87 percent said sexual entitlement was their motivation so just i you owe me the pussy sexual entitlement that's what that means 57 percent said they did it because they were bored i'm gonna go rape somebody because there's nothing else to do sal nothing was on tv i didn't want to watch reruns some out here just sexually assaulting people i'm bored meanwhile a separate study by the china family planning association in 2016 found that 30% of students of chinese universities had experienced some form of sexual violence the issue of sexual violence has been high on the political agenda in china following a high profile case of an attempted rape last year in which a man was caught on cctv dragging a woman down a hotel corridor by her hair shockingly a member of the hotel staff approaches the man but instead of intervening merely asked the pair to be quiet what several passersbys also did nothing eventually someone steps forward to grab the woman's arm and the attacker flees the case went viral after the victim identified as juan juan posted the footage on social media site weibo after police told her investigators would be unable to meet with her for a week after the crime so they basically got embarrassed into doing this and into doing something and in the meantime here is a lighter that also is a torch good luck ladies maybe you'll be able to get this sparked up before he can get his hands on you i know that that's that's what we're rolling with hopefully you burn his dick for it gives you something that burns right right um what else is happening that is also terrible oh uh these two stories these two stories pretty pretty interesting uh juxtaposition in these two stories check this out father of mindy kaylin's rumored baby doesn't really matter bustle.com mindy kaling is a indian actress uh writer like you know very uh very funny had you know she was started on the office at least that's the first place i saw her but now Mm -hmm. she has her own show and you know she's known 
in these streets you know um she's reportedly pregnant and apparently it was an an uh, accident and uh people are already writing pieces like don't be asking her who the daddy is because she don't want to tell you who it is so it was an unexpected surprise it was met with excitement across social media primarily twitter this is an expected reaction to celebrity news such as this however the fact that this rumored news could be met with super nosy questions around the paternity of her reported baby a fact neither she nor people close to her have disclosed yet could really dampen the mood and then she basically goes on to say don't ask and don't it's not it's none of y'all's business if she don't want to tell you then she shouldn't have to tell you and i agree with all that for the record i think that's that's great it's her business who gives a fuck if she want to tell you, if it matters then it'll come out eventually if she if it fucking matters juxtapose with beyonce's twins Rumi and sir had their birth certificates leaked online word word their fucking birth certificates we doxing infants now dog for real we 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 putting babies information and information about the kind of pregnancy and the kind of delivery it was on the internet that's okay wow it's not hers to tell it don't matter uh guys guys don't dampen the mood okay we just well listen it doesn't matter how she had her kids okay listen you guys need to calm down okay and just let her tell the story how she wants to tell it oh she's black is beyonce uh run those documents yes let's just uh yep put those on the front page yep and that got that that had to come from the hospital oh yeah who else would have a copy of a birth certificate and there's details about like what type of birth like uh uh whether it was a c-section or a natural birth quote unquote is details about which doctor delivered the babies oh like right and my thing is this you know i'm keeping real how beyonce is it wouldn't be shocking if somebody got fired because hey me and my crew gonna be like look i want documentation of every fucking body in here we're gonna know who did this and you're gonna lose your goddamn job and get jail time look long as mindy's okay that's what matters okay guys we don't want to upset mindy kaling okay we got to make sure that uh <clears throat> we got all the information we need to tea on beyonce's twins but and you know part of this shit that bothers me is people will come at beyonce's neck over she fake she opportunist she that and i look at her and i go that woman is protective right that's a person that's like i'm telling you what the fuck i want to tell you when it's time for me to tell you and that's it like it's none of your fucking business like i'm still like you'll get what the fuck i decide you can get you know like that's that seems to be the kind of woman she is and yet it seems like they do so much to try to like make a joke out of that because look we like whether you agree or disagree about liking beyonce which you know whatever um you better fucking agree that we ain't seen nobody else birth certificates who birth certificates y'all done seen that that they ain't want us to see that didn't show them to the world who who themselves right who who birth certificate y'all seen y'all we didn't even see obama's birth certificate till he was like here's my birth certificate what are y'all like the fuck is wrong with people (laughs) it's it's really it's really wild man it's really wild just but that's that's a that that's the same you know 
the same uh operating system that goes we got to protect mindy kaylin it's like yeah but what blood type is sir carter because we gonna need to know the whole blood type of sir carter yes mm-hmm. what about Rumi carter is she oh okay all right yes and how much did she weigh when she was born because we gonna need all of that right but at the same time people will be like oh why was she pretending people were gonna be so interested in her pregnancy photos like people care uh get over yourself apparently you do care a lot a whole lot enough to fucking violate her privacy you care right enough to violate the privacy of fucking infants you care fuck out of here y'all don't care fuck out of here um okay something has to be better than that oh nope 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 just gonna get worse just gonna get worse uh speaking of hypocrisy um so the minneapolis police shot and killed a white woman from australia um so of course somebody gotta go to jail some some this is bad this is wrong are they killing wonka people they killing white women now and of course now we have a real america's real nightmare right uh and all the headlines i mean i'm sure somewhere on twitter someone had to write an article about this i didn't even really look at all the shit because i knew what it was all the headlines are you know the aspiring dancer the the teacher she the 40 year old australian bride you know that kind of shit you know our worst nightmare bride to be's father seeks justice after daughter killed by minneapolis cop now you know it goes a little different when it's one of us when it's one of us it's oh my god did you see trayvon martin's facebook page i mean they say he was 11 playing in the park but look at this music he was listening to right it's all it's a little different there was a little weed in the system guys and i think you guys know that makes negroes into hulking racist that charge at the police that's what it is and uh this woman's getting all the kind treatment that you know is befit of a white woman um but one of the things interesting is the person who shot her is a police officer named muhammad noor who is muslim and brown and uh the amount of hypocrisy of the all lives matter blue lives matter people right now they crickets ain't they crickets it's not that they crickets karen it's worse oh they like this was a bad shooting what no we need to wait for the evidence to come out no uh well you know the officers have a very hard job to do none of that it's all gone nope he like you see the, the the tweets really be having like this muslim man shot a white woman and this is this is a bad shooting what was he thinking he did he, he needs to be punished and i'm like but bruh you was just hold up philando castile might have i mean he said he had a gun like you you know what i mean like what happened bruh what happened so quick what what could be the difference y'all i don't know i can't cool white put my fingers on it ah! i don't know what it could be I, I i wish i i wish i could ponder what it would be i wish i did Me too. you know something just ain't something just ain't white with this 
it ain't white enough for you it, it ain't white it just ain't white you know i i hope things will be all white but right ah! now right now it don't feel that way to me i don't know what the difference could be it's perplexing you know uh but yeah i'm not even reading the rest of this but mm-hmm. yeah y'all know this y'all already know how it's gonna go and somebody will probably go to jail over this one. Oh, someone will probably get yeah. fired someone you know and they're gonna pay him and everything yeah i don't want to fast forward to a year from now but if this motherfucker goes to jail i will not be shocked um let's see what else happened uh oh here's one oh oh no uh yeah it's just bad homophobic and Ah! racist tweets forced gop illinois governor to fire staffer on his first day Staffer for Republican Illinois Governor Bruce Rauner has been fired on the same day that homophobic tweets were uncovered in his Twitter timeline. Mm. They got fired on his first day, y'all. Grand opening, grand closing, apparently. Chicago is reports that former Rauner aide Ben Tracy was let go by the administration during his first day on the job. (laughs) He made several tweets that contain homophobic slurs. Bet you like that fag he wrote in one tweet oh no he's a faggot he wrote in another and tweets contain racially charged attacks on minorities to the indian people in the library shut the fuck up he wrote there's a black dude and white girl on a date in this movie white girls mom came along haha not racist just funny uh he wrote another now to be honest that is funny uh <laughs> that is funny <laughs> i'm gonna come on this date because you dating a black dude oh man uh but i get it i get it guys okay the wife want to see what that them stank hoes do too uh the form the governor <laughs> apparently so some stank hoes do the governor's office was quick to dis itself in the short-lived employee these tweets are unacceptable the individual question no longer works in our administration i guess at least they quote unquote did the right thing but apparently they didn't vet him at all before signing his ass up seems like a simple twitter search right there but maybe i'm wrong you are wrong yeah you the problem uh disney explained why that they had to fire that kermit the frog actor and it was not uh it was not as he said it was not as he said you don't say the first he was too concerned trying to be green Mm Hmm. the first issue was was, green with envy he was too green with that's true he got froggy (laughs) coming over there jumping then ain't it the first issue was that they felt i had been disrespectful and being outspoken on character issues with the small group of top creative people during the abc series i have been outspoken about what's best for the muppets since the muppets became the disney in 2004 but the fact is i have respect for everyone who was involved in the creation of that series for their particular contributions at the same time i also have insights to their limitations with respect to how well they know the muppets the second issue was framed as refusing to work on a particular project some 15 months earlier happened to get caught in the middle of a dispute on the contract classification for the sag aftra and disney labor relations which occurred while i was in flight uh to work on the project in the associated commercial i did in fact shoot the commercial but was unable to shoot the material for the project in order to comply with my obligations to the guild ironically in that situation my rep had negotiated a special deal with the guild so that we could do the work within the budget parameters for the project um 
yeah apparently disney says uh the roller cover the frog is an iconic one that is beloved by fans and we take our responsibility to the project to protect the integrity of that character very seriously we raise concerns about steve's repeated unacceptable business conduct over a period of many years he consistently failed to address the feedback the decision to part ways is a difficult one that was made in consultation with the henson family has that full support oh they was like this nigga gotta go yeah i wonder what it was motherfuckers in there tripping on people oh i think i seen an article about jim henson's son came out and made a statement i don't know if you read that article and i Mm -mm. think he kind of explained the separation i don't know it's funny because everybody seems to be not wanting to talk about the specifics of it uh all right jim henson's son explains why current actor was replaced um he made outrageous outrageous demands and would often play brinkmanship what is that some kind of game <laughs> some kind of game all right uh <laughs> I'm, I'm reading that black mama monthly i'm sorry <laughs> that's why i get all my current news in the nintendos <laughs> things that are not a game this month in black mama monthly yes everything nintendo even <laughs> card games uh i have to say in hindsight i feel pretty guilty that i burdened disney by not having to recast Kermit at some point because i knew he was going to be a real problem Mm. Hmm. So it sounds like dude must have been a piece of shit. Apparently so. I really don't want to be talking about this. I think it's very sad that this has become an issue, he said. Um He says, uh, and I have always offered that if they wanted to recast Kermit, I was all for it and would absolutely help. I'm very glad we have done this now. I think the characters better serve to remove this destructive energy around it. Over a Muppet, man how cushy was that gig and made then, millions of dollars doing that goddamn job mm-hmm. i mean uh, you've been doing it for 20 something years yeah i don't i don't know man yeah he was cutting the food somebody said that they had rumors he was showing up shit like three hours meetings like three hours late just just <laughs> just Carmen was wilding the fuck out <laughs> oh shit showing up late probably was high you know it was <laughs> he had Kermit was the Erica Badu of the Muppets and shit. <laughs> I have to align my energies. <laughs> Kermit, I hear hoteping and shit. What's wrong with Kermit? Oh shit! Um, uh, he was already cheating on Miss Piggy. Yep, he was cheating on Miss Piggy. That's true. Come on, trying to get with that young thing. Uh, all right, let's move into fucking with black people, guys. Karen, we can't avoid this every day. <laughs> we have a segment; it has to be done sometimes. All right, y'all. I'm I'm sorry. I'm fucking <laughs> with. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from 0 to 100 at intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. Hey. Uh, up first, Michael Vick. That's right. Mike Vick apparently, um, had a lot to say about Colin Kaepernick I'm sure it was very supportive right I think we all can uh 
can agree that he probably said like look cap uh i've been ostracized from the nfl before but they gave me a second chance and you will get your second chance too because you know we all deserve a second chance and especially as a black man i appreciate what you're standing up for uh because i've been unfairly castigated my you know for my whole life at this point you know didn't have to say nothing right i mean mean, he didn't have to say nothing okay okay i I just want to be sure okay the way the rules go you 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 technically don't have to say anything but he chose to say some stuff anyway um so is it showing on the screen not yet son of a bitch oh god damn i can see it's not sharing all right hold on a second guys i gotta figure something out with this mike you went hold on i'm gonna get right back i might have to refresh to get this to work okay you're good um all right give me one second guys i'll be right back oh boy hate when this happens reload all right be right back guys but what you gonna do about this right here (laughs) what you gonna do about what you gonna do about the bible homeboy what you gonna are you gonna call this a bigot are you going to call this dangerous? Well, if you do call this and me dangerous, yes, sir, we are dangerous. Ah! Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> what happened to that dude? I don't know. I don't know. What, what's going on with that church? We out there somewhere with them and the four members recording in the basement somewhere. <laughs> uh, I don't know why this is moving slow. He's definitely out there somewhere. Yep. I mean, another 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 choice another proof that uh nobody gets canceled nobody goes anywhere i don't know why people throw that up um right right <laughs> people always throw that up like oh my god what's gonna happen to this person i'm like nobody gets canceled if fucking reverend james dr manning is out there somewhere doing his thing then you can't complain with a title he made up right all right now let me know what it shows on the screen it should show this time we see it all right here we go this is uh <laughs> this is mike vick on uh speak for yourself which is uh the jason whitlock uh oh, okay i'm about to say i don't know who these other niggas never are. heard of this show yeah so i'll see if we can play it through now. a situation where for lack of a better word toxic coming out of prison a lot of controversy around you because of the dog fighting deal tony dungy wrapped his arms around you and helped get you back into the nfl that's what I want to see from Colin Kaepernick, a football person, him get involved with. And I think he needs to actually talk and put his name on what he feels about the NFL and wanting to play. I think he needs to speak for himself. I think he really does. I mean, first thing we got Colin to do is cut his hair. You know, I mean, <laughs> this. what exactly would that solve nothing i'm just trying i mean maybe am i overlooking the that, that one solved. the yeah. obvious Mm-mm. what would that solve <laughs> he got cut his hair off so if he had a caesar it will be oh well you know what i was just looking at this wrong he still wouldn't have a job apparently we need to stop killing black people in these streets and we need to hire this man 
it was the fro that was holding him back the whole time mm-hmm. i mean unless you're saying the fro isn't aerodynamic and it's holding him back on game day and maybe he could play better if he had his fro you know not out i could understand that point maybe if that's what he was saying but it doesn't seem like that's what he's saying nope i'm not up here to try to be politically correct but you know even if he puts cornrows in it i I don't think he should represent himself you know in that way in terms of you know just the hairstyle just go clean cut you know why not you know you're already dealing with a lot a lot of controversy surrounding this issue um that's a fascinating thing to hear you say mike that that he needs to do is you know just be presentable i mean i was getting worse i first of all anytime jason whitlock tries to touch hands and agree you know you on a coon path you know what i mean he ain't supporting no black person that's not self-hating if you would have got up there and been like man i don't think he need to do shit but stay black and die he would have slapped the fuck out of you and said get off my studio okay but yeah it's it's amazing it's amazing because even jason whitlock realizes the irony of him saying that stupid shit the social media stuff that he's doing look we get it we understand it it's time for you know collins to step up in a different way and you know i think primarily the reason why he's not signed to a team right now is because of the last two seasons and and not being as productive as everybody you know i kind of chuckled when you said he had to cut his hair because i just thought you didn't like the hairstyle but you're actually you're actually saying that it represents something yeah i just think perception and image is everything and by the way uh he's not wrong about the hair and i don't mean he's wrong about he's right about saying he should cut it black hair is politicized we say we cover it every week we cover those articles where they want little black girls to to get their hair straightened or cut it off because they're so intimidated by a black girl having a fro at, at a school you know black hair is politicized him having a natural black ass afro flowing out all the way like that is absolutely scary to these white folks but it don't matter Mm -mm. you know what else is scary to these white folks every single nigger in the nfl with their big strong ass muscles and they're coming from not money ass backgrounds every last one of these black people scare white folks but you know what they do they make money for these white people and they don't cause distractions and they fall in line on the things they need to fall in line on that's it you can distract you can be a distraction by being accused of rape you can be a distraction by hitting your woman long as it ain't on video right you can be a distraction by doing a bunch of shit you can be a distraction and still find a job in the nfl but uh this whole this whole being outspoken about black people's injustices in america you can't be a distraction and do that Mm-mm. and it's not the colin kaepernick that we know we've known you know, since he entered the National Football League. And I'm just going off my personal experiences, but listen, I love the guy to death, you know, but I want him to also succeed on and off the field, and this has to be a start for him. We got Michael Vick here who had to struggle getting back into the NFL. You had an image problem. We're already, by the way, comparing a nigga that went to jail for a federal crime to a dude that just said, black lives matter we are already conceding with the framing of this discussion those are similar in those are similar image problems and they're not (laughs) 
because people give a fuck about them goddamn dogs that's why your ass went to goddamn jail if colin kaepernick would have been standing up for dogs killed by the police he would have he'd be playing the nfl this is so ironic this is so ironic he'd been playing yes he would have this like such unlikely bedfellows people that have chastised michael vick called him scum of the earth and a piece of shit his whole goddamn time that since the last five to seven years or however long it's been are now going but what about what mike said isn't that getting a good point why don't you black people listen to him he's one of you Mm-mm. and you were a guy that wore cornrows wore the gold chains played the whole hip-hop had an afro at times even during the tough times uh, it was something that people was would whisper in my ear you know this is the way you're being perceived but that wasn't me as a person you know i understand colin you know he's a great kid yeah he is, he is yeah. a great kid and the reason he's not playing it has nothing to do with you know the national anthem i think is more solely on this play but yeah i mean everything takes precedent you know in terms of image perception you know you got to clean it up you got to make sure you do it all right I can- if it's just his play that's keeping him out of the league then he might as well keep the hair right the logic don't make sense like you're contradicting yourself uh it's just his play that's keeping him out the league well it wouldn't matter if i had a fucking mohawk if i can't play yeah his- so why are you so sure that it's just if i cut my hair off i'll get the shot that you say my skills can't get me yeah i don't believe this because there are people that are worse than him that actually got right. darn jobs right statistically worse why are y'all in backup jobs why are y'all why do people keep going on this show and cooning out like they can't get on the show and be like i'm gonna stand up for myself i guess i just won't be invited back that's the thing though like i always say about platforms and shit it the people that get them there's a reason they got them it's a reason you can keep it you know like they're not gonna let you through the door if you talk it too crazy and even in the case of mike vick you don't get on this show and get this talk unless you already capitulate into the shit that they talk about every day and being like y'all got a point as opposed to coming on there and being like man look i i was a fucking ex-con and they let me play they should let this dude play end of discussion that should be it uh why is it freezing it's trying to stop people's heads exploding over social media right now vic says colin kaepernick needs to cut to cut thank you always be honest and give the man the advice he needs to go back because that's what i would tell colin if we were sitting face to face and you know he wanted some advice from me or if he asked me what do i what do i think that's what those are the words that may come out of my mouth in a different sense what would you say to people oh so he's got to sell out to get back in the nfl he can't keep oh, it real it's, it's not about selling out when you're good and you're playing great then you're going to be wanted people are going to want to you know sign you they're going to, want to see you play they want to see everything that you have to give you know in, in regards to him just not being signed right now it, it has to do with the production over the last couple of years and i continue to say that you know what else is interesting about this you know for a fact that Kyler kaepernick cut his hair off all these motherfuckers will be on tv the next day like he just cut his hair off because he wants to get signed see he never cared about black people because at the end of the day and i say this shit and i like i said i understand people get uh they gonna have to feel a certain way about this shit and it's just what it is i'm protective of people that stand up for black folks to a certain extent because Mm -hmm. the goal is to make all of y'all look stupid right any black person standing up 
that's what the whole castro shirt shit was about with him was like see this motherfucker don't know what he talking about the whole point is to be like he is stupid and he don't count that's it and it's the same the goal is the same for every single black person that has ever said some shit some real shit about black people in america and the the challenges we face the goal is to be like look at this stupid race baiting blah 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 because the point is how do we dismiss them how do we keep from critically thinking about what they're talking about how do we keep from having the quote-unquote conversation everybody claims they want to have how do we keep from doing that oh but i don't want it's about his haircut his haircut dog his haircut that's what that's what this what, what what's next y'all what's next what do we have left what do we have left to dissect on this dude that will keep us talking about not the point of his protest and not the point of why they keeping him out of the nba nfl what, what do we got left i for real people were whispering in your ear that you needed to change your appearance when Absolutely. you were and you wouldn't hear them at that time i didn't listen until the end until i was going through the turmoil and the hardships and it was very difficult and then i started to see what was most important and that was you know cleaning up you know changing my image not just for public perception but for the judge what image does colin kaepernick have to clean up right it's not the same nigga you did crime right what the fuck image does colin kaepernick Colin Kaepernick wouldn't be asking your ass for advice. Cause it ain't the same thing that happened to y'all. It ain't the same. You let, went on here and let this network of coons fucking convince you that it's the same, bro. It ain't the same. All trouble don't stem from the same shit. You had a whole different journey. You know? And the thing is, I don't think it's cool that motherfuckers try to tag him to that shit for the rest of his life even after he served his time agreed and all that shit i still think it was fucked up how far people still take that shit mm-hmm. especially when they when for i know for a fact they don't do it with other shit they just don't Mm-mm. they don't no one's tagging roethlisberger no there's no there's no uh women's marches outside of philadelphia uh the pittsburgh stadium every week there's mm-hmm. not happening Mm-mm. no no one's protesting that shit no one gives a fuck no one you know like people aren't uh, people showed up in ray rice jerseys when he got cut from his team yes they did when he got suspended even they were supporting him it ain't the same so fuck out of here with this this is ridiculous you got jason willock up here agreeing with your ass it's ridiculous um zero to 100 karen oh 100 and before we move on in mm-hmm. my opinion michael vick didn't have to say anything and also michael vick making this statement shows you that white supremacy scared michael vick to the point to where he was like i will never lose what i have again yeah and i think that it is to the point where whatever it whatever it takes that these white people won't come after me they won't harm me and mine and so he basically did a 180 and a lot of times you know he fought until he felt like he couldn't fight no more and it sounds like in my opinion it's a lot of self-hatred in there um and it's one of these things where he basically came out and told the truth i lost everything i kind of got everything back and i will never lose it again so whatever it takes to make white people feel safe to make white people feel comfortable whatever it takes so that the white people won't come after me i will do it even if that means that i have to call out other black people for foolishness i just don't want them on my ass but nigga they're gonna be after you regardless 
you want to know what's interesting to this for me his advice is the advice he would have gave young mike vick right it's not the advice kaepernick needs it's the advice that young mike vick needed grow up stop doing this stupid shit cut your fucking hair and come to work and and not and i'm not saying everybody need that advice i'm saying this version of mike vick thinks about young mike vick and goes this is all the advice i ignored and you know what i would have been a better person i would have been better off for the goals that i have for myself if i would have cut my hair stop hanging out with these niggas stop worrying about shit like that and just play football and work on my game i would have been i would have never went to prison i would have been uh better i would have had more endorsements and all that shit that's what he's thinking you know that's what he's thinking but but this ain't the advice you give kaepernick it has nothing to do with each other nope because your hair has jack shit to do with right. racism because whole conversation nobody talked about why the people were mad it's fucking racism why they still mad at you michael vick goddamn racism and if you don't talk about that what the fuck are you talking about more importantly mike vick got this advice in his life and a young mike vick didn't listen anyway people were telling him this shit and he went no 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 nope i'm good uh colin kaepernick just tweeted out the definition of stockholm syndrome and the origin of it just a photo just a a, a screenshot of it and uh yeah it got retweeted seventeen thousand times because <laughs> everybody's like yeah that's what you sound like mike vick like a nigga that got the that took all that heat and like karen said just went uh you know what i gotta say i gotta say what i gotta say to to uh to fall back into this right and it's his thing he just tap dancing whatever it takes for the white people to leave him alone but they gonna be mad at you forever and that's something that you need to understand you actually didn't stand up for black people you killed dogs they love their goddamn dogs they're gonna be mad at you forever you ain't even gonna be able to get a job at fucking walmart so i'd be fucking protesting your black ass yep and he later tweeted out a message that basically said that he didn't mean what he said what we just heard him say uh he said Colin Cap roasted him he said Colin Kaepernick's hair has nothing to do with him not being on the NFL roster right now let's be clear I wish only the best for Colin I stand by what I've said about him being signed at some point this season to help an NFL club I think he is a great kid who has a bright future and I'm looking forward to seeing him on the field again trust and believe what I said was not in malice I don't think it was. I don't, you know, my, I don't think he was saying it in malice. That's truth be told. I think in his mind he was giving good, sound advice, mm-hmm. like, like in his opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nigga, that shit don't matter. Right over there with uh, Jason Whitlock, you know, dapping him up, touching his shoulder. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I really don't. I really don't think when he said it, he wasn't being mean. I'm just keeping real. He wasn't being mean. He wasn't being malicious. Mm-hmm. I don't think what he was saying was coming from a hateful heart. But I really, truly believe that. I really believe his thing is like, hey, if you take these right steps, you will. You would have had a job if you. These are the th- and you know what? It boils down to uh, the politically correct part of black people. This is what we tell children. It's respectability. Right. Uh, 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 pull your pants up, cut your hair, you know, uh, don't, don't run in front of police. Like, like you literally sound like a lot of people who quote unquote try to protect their children. Well, at the end of the day, none of this shit protects your children because your blackness outshines anything that you can do. 
I I hear you. But uh I gotta still go in. Final round. Cook that nigga. Look, I'm sorry. But Vic saying Kaepernick needs to cut his hair. That dog won't hunt. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still get a hundred now. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he even feel like he got a dog in his fight. Mm-hmm. I to see Vic dog and Kaepernick out, it's rough out here for us black quarterback fans. But at least Vic is out of the league, so he can't affect Kaepernick for real. So I guess you could say his bark is worse than his bite. Oh. And for Whitlock to he should be ashamed. To use Vic as his attack dog, that's disgusting. He did though, for real. I mean, I don't expect Mike Vick to go on that show and bite the hand that feeds him. Mm-mm. But he should apologize because that's the least she can do. <laughs> I'm just trying to heal, boy, the divide between Vic and black folks. And people get mad at me about it. I mean, I guess you could get mad at all that dog whistling going on in that segment with Vic and Wicklock. He basically told Kaepernick to roll over and play dead. <laughs> I guess he want Kaepernick to attend some type of obedience school so he'll know how to act around these white people. But I'm sure now that he's said this shit, Vic is sick as a dog about his comments. <laughs> and Whitlock is over, you know, he's a sly dog getting Vic to do all the work. That real dog and pony show over there at <laughs> Fox Sports. <laughs> I haven't watched anything with Whitlock on in the Coons age. Oh, Lord. So I'm going to call the dogs off of Vic in a second. But first, I just want you to know every dog has his day. Mm-hmm. And going on Whitlock's show, if you lie down with dogs, you're going to get fleas, Mike Vic. Yeah, I just want to tell Michael Vic the hush puppy. Mm-hmm, hush puppy. This is all the tail wagging the dog, distracting us from the dog days of the NFL. Cause ain't nothing ah! else going on. It's a dog on shame. What's going on out here in the NFL? Mm mm mm. Just barking up the wrong tree, Mike Vick. <sighs> Where my dogs at? Ah! Y'all out there? Alright, that's all. sorry guys these puns man i'm just like a dog with a bone oh you thought i was done no i had one more i got one thing to ask fox who let the coon dogs out who let the coon dogs out (laughs) i couldn't help myself yeah i had to pause the show Don't blame me, Karen. Blame yourself. <laughs> Maybe you need to be put in a pound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me.
let me stop i know i'm in the doghouse oh oh i'm still doing it y'all i said i was done but i wasn't done i was still doing them this is uh <laughs> this is out of control now uh a <laughs> uh, hundred though oh yeah 100. right a hundred you dog you killed dogs what are you doing what are you doing that's my whole point dog they're not Bruh, the same we, come on it can't be this Mm-mm. You, you could have said nothing right you no part of you went mm, this is highly ironic if i'm the one who says this no part of you every part of you was like this is i'm the i'm the one to speak on this i've been to prison it's like that one nigga in your <laughs> i don't know how all black people were raised but like in my mind it's like that one nigga in every black neighborhood that went to prison and then give advice to the kids but it's advice you can't use because you didn't go you're not stupid enough to go to prison it's like that kind of advice like everybody got that uncle or somebody in their life that be like <laughs> listen boy don't drink no wine out the toilet you're like who the fuck would drink ah! i am in third grade okay <laughs> i'm trying to make honor roll <laughs> but they are dumb children so i'm just saying that it's, it's advice that's useless to a, to a third grader okay i'm sorry uncle <laughs> but you going to jail he helped me it out at none ah! listen boy let me tell you something let me tell you something whatever you do don't rob no banks on a tuesday I'm like what ah, any other day of the week just on the tuesday that's the day they that's the day they, that's the day they had the least money in there i'm like i was not gonna rob a bank i'm worried about getting on a roll this is useless advice to me uh a new white-owned hip-hop restaurant has both asian and black people outraged a new uh-huh. breakfast restaurant called me so hungry is facing the ire of food oh, lovers no mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah me so hungry yeah like, yeah, like somebody said like me so soup no no me me so hungry not not like the soup oh no 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 mm-hmm. um it will have a menu of featuring southern and soul food uh fair including chicken and waffles and 90s and a 90s hip-hop theme Mm-mm. yep Mm-mm. uh <laughs> me so hungry not to mention like the me so horny was already racist when two live crew did it right like that was already even though that's racist. my jam yes right everybody knows like that's a problematic ass song but me, me so horny, hungry come on and guess where it's at so we're black guess where it's located atlanta iowa iowa mm-hmm what the fuck is out in iowa besides potatoes <laughs> uh the Mo- west des moines iowa <laughs> so y'all can <laughs> trick the black trick the uh, trick the white people and they think they're eating real ethnic food <laughs> shit ain't gonna be seasoned is it west des moines iowa y'all des moines i mean i'm sorry but still uh, they don't come there like a fucking tourist tourist destination what do we talk about here right like nobody thought this was and uh, you know what that's why it's nowhere black because niggas would have been out protesting every goddamn day get this shit out of here but when you what, ain't what got, nonsense is this right when you ain't got no but potatoes and cornfields around you ain't nobody protesting 
it's going to be a really fun place and all the 1990s music will be family friendly said oh jesus said the co-owner of the restaurant um, it's gonna be so corny we're a partner ryan greening some people have accused couture and greening who are white of co-opting black hip-hop and food culture according to the iowa informer uh commenters on the restaurant's facebook page have said that me so hungry is insensitive to asians as it plays out the stereotypical me so horny uh line from a vietnamese sex worker in the movie full metal jacket mm. mm-hmm. that's where it comes from okay uh that's old movie i haven't seen that movie in years when reached for comment kator and greening told the huff post that they are aware of the criticism but believe the restaurant uh opening in mid-august will answer the questions with uh, of authenticity and appropriation how right because my thing is you could have named it anything and there's a lot of white people who uh make asian food and african-american food to name that shit other things and people just go Mm-mm, it's good but you purposely named it something offensive to draw attention this feels a lot like what scarlett johansson was like just see the movie y'all it'll solve all the problems that you have with ghost in the shell and it didn't once you see it you'll be like oh my god i was tripping over nothing everybody's like yeah we saw it and um we're not tripping over nothing you actually are the worst is this shit is racist and it was a bad movie and seeing the movie just proved that it was more racist than we could ever imagine they said um we have been fans of hip-hop music along with other genres for all of our lives and look forward to opening me so hungry we (laughs) we welcome all varying views in fact you will likely find our views run every counter to many of the racist views wait they run very counter to many of the racist views sorry i had to take my glasses off y'all behind the scenes my eyes start watering for no reason um many of the racist views we are we are being claimed to have we encourage people to join us for breakfast and open up productive dialogue about any issue yeah somebody said soul food we got a place here called soul food and it is d but it's spelled so so korea food ah okay and it's not and it's not like this yeah it's not yeah it's not named like it is feel so cool. randy watson soul food it's not named ah! that you know tyrone chicken soul food yeah when you walk in they don't greet you like the fucking asian dudes and um the last dragon ah! what's going on my coolie <laughs> you want to meet the master the real question here oh, is new what session oh new session oh my bad shit uh I didn't realize it. I didn't realize time ran out. My bad, baby. It's okay. It's really my fault. My eyes started watering. I had to take my glasses off. I was missing shit. So uh I don't know why that happened. Um, it just happens sometimes with the uh air condition. I think. No problem. Just then dry. I turn it off and I'm and I'm fine. Yeah, I can just dry eyes. Very rarely, but yeah, sometimes that's what happens. And then when I turn, like I just turned the air condition off, and now I don't feel. I feel fine. Uh, all right. I just invited you back on screen. Did I invite everybody to the, yeah, yeah, I called them to the session, I think, and going live now. And we should be back on the air. All right, cool. Sorry about that, guys. Hope you didn't miss much. Uh, the real question is whether those who are outraged by the idea of the restaurant are reaching or justified with their criticism. There's a long history after all of white people appropriating hip hop culture and so-called ethnic cuisine for their own gain. It remains to be seen how me so hungry will record with the criticism once it opens. 
i just picture them having like stereotypical asian waitress and waitresses making them talk all fucked up oh no <laughs> no you have to listen simone when you go out there you tell them your name is chun lee and then you say uh what you order you have to say it like that don't you go out there speaking good english but uh i this is how i speak well not tonight listen um i'm gonna have to quit okay um this, yeah! is, this is racist and ridiculous l- l- my first of all my name is mary your name is chun lee you will answer to chun lee when i tell you to now put on <laughs> put on this kimono and go out there and answer these questions i don't even know how to tie one up i'm i'm, I'm so confused here right yeah uh think for the spot asian acting school right she gotta you gotta mix in some uh hip-hop phrases with the asian acting mm-hmm. stuff be like <laughs> you had to talk like that dude from the fuji's interlude oh you think i come to the hood and don't know what's going on like the fuck dragon style <laughs> kind of racist ass white people are these this is terrible it is horrible because you don't care anything about the culture because if you did you would get another fucking name you want to know what's funny though if it was black people and asian people that owned a restaurant together and did this i would think it was the best idea in the world ah like if it was just like a group of black and asian people that came together because i love listen i don't care what people say uh i love when different cultures come together to make some beautiful shit together ah it's the best it is the best it's the reason i love bruce lee and kung fu and anime and shit to this day i love other people when they like celebrate they shit and they invite you in and they mm-hmm. let you come through right and you share some shit with them i love the wu-tang clan i love like i love that mixing and blending of cultures that different people of different marginalized communities do with each other that shit is so dope to me mm-hmm. but come on man you can't just be a white person in iowa like we about to make the blend of asian and black cuisine together like no you don't no you don't come from any of this right just uh it's a great idea though just pick another name find a partner like if y'all would have got the right the rizzo to partner with this on y'all y'all would have been straight like just holler at the rizzo bring him in as a, as a partner on this <laughs> got out of market it was donnie yen was he the one that, no jet lee was the one in all them bad dmx kung fu movies get jet lee and, and, and uh at dmx he needs the money go in uh together and now you got a business instead you look stupid a black southern baptist minister has renounced the church renounces the church over his trump support in a scathing open letter of course of course the black church will support trump i mean that's a reasonable thing that you have to do right to let trump know that you support his uh agenda earlier this year the leadership of the southern baptist convention tried to squash a resolution that condemned the so-called alt-right movement and its advocacy of white supremacy although a revolution condemning the alt-right was eventually adopted that wasn't good enough for lawrence ware who serves as a co-director of the center uh for africana studies at oklahoma state university and who has been an ordained minister at the southern baptist convention for nearly a decade in a scathing open letter published in the new york times where announced that he was renouncing his denomination over his hesitancy to condemn white supremacy as well as what he described as his members supporting uh donald trump as a black scholar of race 
and a minister who is committed to social justice i can no longer be part of an organization that is complicit in the disturbing rise of the so-called alt-right whose members support the abhorrent policies of donald trump and whose troubling racial history and uh current actions reveal a deep commitment to white supremacy he writes among other things he notes that large majorities of the evangelical christians including many southern baptists have told pollsters they approve of trump's job as president he also called out many southern baptist churches for remaining publicly silent about trump's policies while at the same time being hostile to racial justice movements such as black lives matter i love the church but i love black people more he concludes come on black black lives matter to me i'm not confident that they matter to the southern baptist convention Mm nope that's very very white and very very racist that's why some of them have broke off they got like subdivisions now for that reason they're like y'all white folks is racist as fuck zero to a hundred. Oh, zero for him uh i give him zero as well um you know a hundred for that church of course mm-hmm. but yeah zero um and shout out to him uh for having some conviction man this is the shit i'll be talking about when people be like uh well i'm a christian so i have to put up with this shit no you don't i mean it's not he renounced his christianity but he was like this like the church has changed yes it has not just in our lifetime but over the course of mankind over the course of history churches change now that's a group of a collective group of a lot of individuals so there's never going to be a time where it can be completely clean or even about all the ideals that it's supposed to be about right because a mass group of people no matter what they're doing it's always going to bend towards the light of evil but in general um if you live by the convictions a lot more people need to be taking a stand like this right. and i bet you them churches would change their fucking ways if a whole lot of people made a max exodus mass exodus of this shit they're like i'm not gonna sit in here and let you say bigoted shit and stuff i don't agree with it prop this motherfucking bigot up and then go he's a good christian man while i watched you for eight years call barack obama a fucking muslim dog i'm not gonna let you have the double standard and be silent you know i I appreciate dude for saying something man if he too often people call out the quote-unquote bad christians i don't know if it's too often but you know people call out bad christians all the time it's like this nigga was touching kids and i'm like that is worse but um but then it's like uh there's a lot of christian organizations and stuff that do good for people mm-hmm. that help people that organize shit there's a lot of religious organizations that you know um that have been behind progressive things that have happened in our country in a, in, a, in the world even right but it's when people fuck up that you know it, it sticks out because of the hypocrisy of it correct but also because so many people within the organizations tolerate it it's like well it's just the way it is guys what am i gonna do i guess i gotta go to a trump church a church that goes trump is the best every week no you don't you're an adult you don't need a hall pass to leave to excuse yourself um anyway uh that's uh that's it that's fucking with black people guys let's uh let's do some uh how long we been going uh, all right let's do some uh guest race guys it's guest race time tomorrow's probably gonna be a very long show mm-hmm. and it's storming outside oh, shit. i'm sorry i jumped for those looking because it's just like a big noise outside yeah that was that sounded close all right here we go let's go 
now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and all those people are racist all right contestant number one karen you ready for story number one i am a florida drug dealer ended up calling the police when his own stash of cocaine was stolen from his car white okay there's going white already um david blackmon 32 uh fort walton beach called okaloosa county sheriff's office on sunday morning claiming someone has stolen a bag of drugs and cash from his car i know the police are like now nah, hold up um can you repeat that yeah man somebody stole a bag of drugs and money from my car hmm. were these illegal drugs i don't understand what the fucking problem get down here and find my drugs that's the problem uh he even identified himself as a drug dealer <laughs> White. open and shut case just an open and shut case Mm-mm-mm. uh the he told cops who came to assist to assist him that 50 dollars in cash and a quarter ounce of cocaine had been taken from the car while it was parked up when deputies arrived to investigate they found that the cocaine was actually still in the same spot along with a crack pipe on the floor by the driver's door what uh according to the arrest report blackman asked the detectives the deputies why they let him keep talking if they saw the cocaine in the car (laughs) what kind of mike vick logic is that how you gonna let me keep talking when the cocaine was right there the whole time y'all could have left in the end black men decided to refuse to follow the police commands as cops tried to restrain him deputies then promptly arrested him forcing him to place his hands behind his back black men is charged with possession of cocaine resisting arrest without violence and possession of drug paraphernalia uh um and rambling post on facebook blackman had a few things to say about his most almost comical arrest all right you want let me read this uh i guess on wait does he go by a different name okay so he don't use his last name on facebook because he's smart and he don't want the cops to be able to trace back all his drug dealing to facebook duh so he uses david lashawn which is probably his middle name on facebook he doesn't use the full name Mm. usually i don't speak on facebook about nothing but i gotta say something the facebook thing about me is not accurate the police want to dirty my name don't believe everything you see here yes there's a random t in there because that bull that's bullshit anybody that knows me knows i'll never do something like that never call on myself never say something shit like that everything that found was not in my possession i manned up to the coat because it was mine never knew you are still confessing to the crime what are you did you not get a public defender yet it was mine never knew what was in the car i just threw my shot through the window and they pulled up so don't believe the hype real talk pulling 
putting me all on facebook but i always make the headlines though why is it that y'all tell me fwm facebook i don't know i changed mine to black you changed it to black can okay uh, lashawn yeah david lashawn um blackman talking like an instagram post you black all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh cheddar bob white white badger from breaking bad using the police's enforcers for his cartel but is stunned by their audacity to arrest him traditionally white me so dumb white told the police told the cops he pays a salary black mon is a black man says Bree. nope a brother dumb black criminal that posted his exploits on facebook and twitter wait his middle name Lashawn. he's a nigga uh <laughs> black is a shoe polish michael vick use oh, <laughs> oh. ouch ouch Lashawn, i'm changing to black this is stupid black mon a stupid black mon damn it that facebook post reveals he's black uh side a black back black mon uh obviously did not get his copy of the 10 crack commandments because <laughs> he definitely was high on his own supply oh fort walton beach black mon is a white mon black as fuck wigger i don't know i i didn't know i couldn't do that white the correct answer is and karen you changed the guess and you got it right he's black And many of you missed it. Man, he kind of look like Master P. Say what, Karen? Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit. He look like a little like Master P a little bit to me. I also like the idea that um, look like he had a lot on his mind. Okay. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It's got a big future ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Got to wave your thoughts. You got a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. Damn, dog, that's the. I know the cops was out there for ten minutes. All right, man, you got the right to make sound. What? What happened? Well, we found your cocaine, and that's the least of your problems. What? I could have been down it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about um? uh i think i did that one already all right here's one a former upstate police chief's arrest is a cry out for help says a friend former police chief arrest for a bank robbery in simpsonville is a cry for help said a man that's known richard inman for years inman who was williamson the williamson police chief until his resignation in 2011 is accused of walking into the bank of america on fairview road handing the teller a note saying uh that he was armed and demanding money surveillance picture a surveillance picture showed that officer said uh what officer said is inman before he left the bank with an undisclosed amount of money i'm just shocked really almost just disbelieved that richard would do something like this when he came here as a police chief he was a great police officer he really came here and went to work and went after the drug dealers and was cleaning that up he had that, some programs the neighborhood watch and where the kids could come to see the police then he had his brain tumor which they removed and he was never the same after that Krause said he hasn't heard from Emmett in three years but Emmett's father died a couple years ago he was having trouble with employment and was living with his mother this is a very sympathetic article 
uh i hate to see this happen to a good man motherfucker robbed the bank we still call him good uh but i also think this might be a crowd for help why would a man in his hometown of fountain inn in simpsonville susan kimball has spent the past three days frantically searching for her pug mix i didn't tell her to do that it's playing about a dog boy white people love dogs man uh so yeah he says uh yeah Simpsonville he would rob a bank in broad daylight with no disguise no anything so he could get help that's my opinion Emin was arrested 12 30 p.m on Sunday uh Emin is in custody uh of Simpsonville police his bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars if released he will be on house arrest Karen gets the race white Karen's going with white Mm-mm-mm. see what you guys are going with in the chat room uh let me scroll down actually all right cry for help blame it on the tumor white very sympathetic definitely white cry for help equal white what a dick white <laughs> homer Simpsonville white that sound like chief wiggum white whiter than the soul of albano cave dweller he was uh he has a kid white white chief wiggum white white uh white 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 all right the correct answer is he is a white man congratulations everybody said well i don't think anybody said anything other than white did they Mm-mm. okay yeah uh let me see if i can get it is it showing on the screen it is now that's him right there oh Mm-hmm. okay yeah he was it definitely like he wasn't trying to get away i'll tell you that much Mm-mm. motherfucker just he walked looked, into a bank like give me some money please like that shit be too much work Mm-hmm. um I'm trying to make this quick and easy yep uh all right let's see what else we got two arrested in an alleged oh wait uh, this is the bonus round i ain't gonna play the music bonus round double the <laughs> points double the race <laughs> double the points double the race guys you guys double know points, what it double is. the race uh two 20 year old men have been charged with multiple counts of homicide in the slands of four young men in the southeastern pennsylvania cosmos denardo of of ben, Sal- of ben salem and sean kratz of philadelphia were both charged with criminal homicide in the july 7 deaths of dean finocario 19 of middletown uh middletown township very, very. Oh, stop auto playing you motherfucker um Thomas Mio, 21, of Plumstead Township. Mark Sturgis, 22, of Pennsburg. Uh, investigators found the bodies of three of the three men Wednesday in a roughly 12-foot deep grave on a sprawling property in Solberg Township owned by Donardo's parents, according to Bucks County District Attorney's Office. Donardo is also accused of killing Jimmy Tar Patrick, 19, of Newtown Township, July 5th, and burying him in a single grave elsewhere in the, on the same property. Donardo told detectives he used a backhoe to dig both graves. Donardo... Yeah, backhoe. This motherfucker was experienced. Donardo and Kratz have each provided statements to investigators that Donardo has described Kratz as his cousin, uh, included, according to the district attorney's office. Uh, court documents obtained by ABC News show both men also faced multiple counts of conspiracy, robbery, and abuse of a corpse. Donardo and Kratz were arraigned Friday afternoon before Magisterial District Judge Maggie Snow of Buckingham Township 
neither were able to post bail they're scheduled for july 31st preliminary hearing before snow the district attorney's office announced friday night at a news conference earlier friday afternoon bucks county district attorney matthew wingtrop said that he made an agreement with denardo that allowed investigators to locate patrick's body which was buried as far as half a mile away from where the three other bodies were found the agreement includes not seeking a death penalty patrick went missing july 5th while finocario mio and sturgis all disappeared july 7th all four men were shot and each victim has been positively identified their family members were briefed on details on the case friday morning according to the district attorney office when asked about a motive one tribe said i don't know that and i'm not sure we'll ever know according to court documents um there here's an account of what happened denardo told detectives he had agreed to sell patrick four pounds of marijuana for eight thousand dollars denardo said he picked up patrick at the man's home in newtown july 5th drove him to the denardo family property in solberry township denardo told investigators patrick only had eight hundred dollars so instead he agreed to sell the man a shotgun for that amount who does what kind of drug dealing is this oh man i ain't got it all all right well i'll just give you a shotgun cool they then walked to a remote part of the property where donato said he fatally shot patrick with a 22 caliber rifle donato said he then drove a backhoe that was on the property to where patrick lay dug a hole no more than six feet deep and buried his body according to court documents donato also told detectives he agreed to sell for nocario a quarter pound of marijuana for seven hundred dollars donato said he picked up cracks and drove to finocario's home in middletown agreeing on the way that they would rob the man donardo said he handed cracks a 357 handgun that belongs to his mother according to court documents donardo told investigators he told he drove cracks and finocario to his family property in solberry township where he said uh cracks shot finocario in the head as they were leaving a barn on the well, land damn donardo said that he took then took the gun and shot finocario a second time while the victim was laying down on the ground but claimed that the man was already dead according to court documents donardo told detectives he wrapped finocario's body up in a blue tarp used the backhoe to remove him from the barn before placing the body in a metal tank which he referred to as a pig roaster the same night donardo said he met mio and sturgis together at a parking lot in peddler's village donardo told investigators he had a deal set up with mio donardo told investigators he directed mio and sturgis to follow him to the solberry township property and told mio to park his car there donardo then drove mio and sturgis to an adjacent property where a crash was waiting uh after mio and sturgis exited the veal donardo said he shot mio in the back with a 357 handgun mio fell to the ground and was screaming he said donardo told he said donardo told detectives he then fired several times at sturgis as the man attempted to flee sturgis was struck and also fell to the ground donardo said he had to he had to run out of ammunition so he ran over mio with the backhoe bruh he then used a machine to lift both bodies into a metal tank which has already placed the other corpse in the next day donato told investigators he and kratz returned to the same property where donato used the backhoe to bring to dig a deep hole and bury the metal tank containing three bodies kratz gave a similar statement to detectives on thursday night but claimed that it was donato who shot finocario not him they always act like that matters 
they always do these these criminals they always no i wasn't the one that shot him the other one shot him and the cops are just sit up there like jacking off like these motherfuckers going to jail forever yeah we don't care who shot who y'all are going to jail right donato was initially arrested monday on charges related to illegal possession of a shotgun and ammunition he was named a person of interest in the case of the missing man two they got caught right away tuesday but was released from custody after he posted a million dollars bail how did he do that 10% of which was paid in cash. The authorities arrested Donardo Wednesday on charges he tried to sell Mio's 1996 Nissan Maxima a day after the man was last seen. Oh, this is open and shut. Donardo's bail was then set at $5 million in cash, the highest a judge said she has ever said. One of, one of his defense attorneys, Paul Lang, told reporters Thursday that Donardo confessed to killing the four men and told authorities the location of the bodies. The motive for the killings will come out in time, he added. The motive? Donardo felt deep remorse and was very emotional, according to his defense attorney. In the wake of the two arrests, family and friends of the four victims are reeling from the loss of their loved ones. Patrick's family and friends issued a statement to ABC. Um, so. Alright, Karen, guess the race of the two dudes that killed these, these other cats. I think somebody put it in the chat, but it's white. Oh, somebody already told everybody in the chat? They did it by accident. Oh. I, I looked up and they said it. and people like well what the hell am i gonna guess then they well, didn't mean to and they apologize boo on you for telling everybody ruining our fun they they didn't mean to everybody was gonna say white anyway and was gonna make jokes about white people and now now you ruined it now we don't get to do that thanks because of you buddy whoever it was <laughs> do you want to pick nope i don't i'm ready to go <laughs> you ruined, i read that long ass story for nothing sword belonging to uh the commander of a black civil war unit was found the sword that belonged to the commanding officer of the first all-black regiment uh raised in the north during the u.s civil war has been recovered after being lost to history for more than 150 years wow the british made sword carried into battle by colonel robert goldshaw was stolen after he was killed during the 54th massachusetts voluntary infantry's doomed attack on fort wagner south carolina in 1863 a battle portrayed in the 1989 oscar-winning movie glory mm. it was found recently in the home of one of shaw's distant relatives and is scheduled to go on display at the massachusetts historical society on tuesday the anniversary of his death i get goosebumps when i saw, i got goosebumps when i saw it said ann bentley the organization's curator of arts and artifacts society president dennis fiore called it the holy grail of civil war swords the weapons whereabouts was one of the world's great mysteries after shaw who like all officers in black units was white uh was killed his body was stripped of clothing and wait was white oh so the officers in the unit were white but the soldiers are black okay Mm -hmm. he was killed his body was stripped of clothing and belongings by confederate soldiers the sword was recovered after two years later from the confederate officer shortly after the war ended and returned to his parents in boston uh shaw played by actor 
um matthew broderick in the movie that also starred Denzel washington morgan freeman had no children of his own so the sword ended up in the hands of his sister shoshana mintern uh that's when the trail ended it is believed mintern gave it to her grandson then when he was a teen the sword was found in the attic of a home north of, of boston by the sister's great-grandchildren late last year mm. as they were cleaning out the house following the death of their mother the family gave the sword to the historical society earlier this year family had previously donated a different sword to shaw carry when he served in the second massachusetts regiment before he was given command of the 54th bentley and brenda lawson the society's vice president for collections were pretty sure they had the fort wagner sword because it was inscribed with the initials rgs i looked at it and i said brenda this is it but in the field gut feelings are not enough so they did a little sleuthing and found the sword serial number matched the records of english swordsmith henry wilkinson the weapon is tarnished it has some rust on the blade from the blood of those confederates there's also some of the wear on the handle even though shaw acquired it about only a month before his death and used it in battle just twice that's because it likely got used by a confederate officer for the remainder of the war you can imagine what a prize that would be for a confederate soldier it was a far superior sword that you could get in the confederacy at the time the sword will be on display in an exhibit with several other shot artifacts until september lawson is just glad that Minturn's descendants wanted to make the sword a public resource and not sell it patriotism runs deep in this in this family she said um hmm that's actually a nice sword yeah, story i don't have a problem with that and it's yeah. going on display in a museum where it belongs and not yes, in your house where somebody could have got killed right you I, know. I don't mind this sword story i will all. say this if we had sword registration it would have been found a long time ago correct it'd have been traceable right would have i mean it had a serial number on it and everything so that's a good sword story let's end it there guys okay we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> we will discuss uh game of thrones uh with justin and mel um it's Yay! gonna be a good time yes it is uh we are back and we're excited about it we are until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.